0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people
2: today. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mead. And joining me as always is living example of the Doppler effect, Mister Connor Lawler.
1: Oh, for God's sake! Oh, for God's sake!
2: Oh, for God's sake! Oh, i <laughs> clearly misunderstood the Doppler effect there, but that's fine. <laughs> that's absolutely grandast. What is the Doppler effect? The Doppler effect is where uh, sound, the pitch of the sound changes based on the position of the kind of receiver of the sound. So you gotta, you gotta go like. <laughs> And then it sounds different depending is, on where is, it gets is the a new microphone. thing
1: that you just try to get me to do more and more ridiculous
2: things as an intro? Yeah. That's, okay, n- that's entirely as, as, <laughs> as long as I'm aware, podcast Connor.
1: As long as I'm aware, I did come across quite dumb for the first few. Say it's too early, Sean. It's Friday. I'm trying to relax <laughs> for the weekend, right? I'm not trying to think
2: about Doppler effects. No, you're trying to think about uh, sweet, sweet cans <laughs> with the boys. <laughs> parties They call me Party
1: Boy. Um, They do, and what
2: they also do is they ask you to introduce what Hero or Zero is.
1: This is Hero or Zero, where we pick one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. So, I normally choose DC characters. Sean normally chooses Marvel characters. Last week, I did a very excellent report on Mr. Blue Devil. He is a guy... Who is a blue devil. Let's not get into it. If you want to know more, you can go back and listen to it. It's kind of weird. Nah, I wouldn't do it myself. (laughs) Sean, you're probably introducing a shit Marvel character this week. They're real bad. So go Uh, on.
2: This is a Marvel character. You're correct. Where... (laughs) Shit. No, no, no. This character has been around for ages. um, And it's often unfairly compared to a DC character. I would say, oh, probably, Despite, probably because it's copied. I'd oh, say no, well, this came first. Oh came, no! But there's actually an oh, interesting story. I will tell you. So I am covering the Marvel Comics character of Man-thing. Okay?
1: M- Man Thing. Okay, man, man thing,
2: man thing. Yeah, often right. compared to DC's Swamp Thing.
1: Is there a worse name than Man
2: Thing? It's pretty Addy bad. Character. It's pretty bad. I will that, say that's
1: like the first draft. Right, right we've created this character. Right, well we call man when, thing.
2: When Stanley used to give briefs to Marvel artists and Marvel writers, if he wanted just like a vague, nondescript monster, he would just call it a man thing. Apparently, yeah.
1: And, okay, that, and this, makes that name
2: just stuck throughout the whole production of this. But okay. I, I don't know if you're aware of DC's Swamp Thing. Like, as yes. a character. but I think they, they did a series, and I think it was six
1: episodes. And I can't remember how many episodes it got in. It got cancelled very early.
2: Yeah, it did. It did. It, did. it got cancelled real early on. But Man-Thing was debuted in May of 1971. And Swamp Thing debuted in July of 1971. Now, right. what's okay. interesting is that the creator of Man-Thing and the creator of Swamp Thing... Were roommates in the years of 1970
1: <laughs> and 1971. <laughs>
2: Hang on a minute. Okay. So it's possible that the mm. two men just came up with an idea and decided to sell it to two separate companies.
1: <laughs> and they were. They definitely were smart enough to go right. But we'll just change it slightly so they'll both yeah. buy
2: it. Copy my homework, but don't make it obvious.
1: Wow, that is. So, like, I mean, as a money making scheme in the 70s let's fucking sell us let's sell an idea to Stan lee he's looking for any ideas these days he'll take a filing
2: cabinet if you have it Uh,
1: (laughs) marvel are fucking bankrupt
2: don't give a shit (laughs) and so here is a quick rundown of everything to do with marvel's man thing so dr ted salas was a biochemistry professor who worked at empire state university where everyone important in marvel went to college that's true Uh, The U.S. Army recruited him into Project Sulfur, which aimed to allow soldiers to survive biochemical warfare. Um, With the Army, he developed a serum called SO2, hoping to imitate the Captain America Super Soldier Serum. It seems
1: to be like a major plot point in most years of Marvel, that they're just like, there's a serum or we're copying a different serum, or we're trying to develop a Captain America serum.
2: So many people got powers trying to imitate the cap. Like that's how yeah. the Hulk came about. That was trying to imitate Captain America's super soldier. Because serum. I
1: mean, it's it's a simple enough story, but it's I mean, most hero origins are all like there's the same five. They just kind of yeah. copy. So it's always like he either drinks something, or we inject him into it, or he gets hit by lightning while surrounded by chemicals. Something along those lines.
2: Yeah, and so, like, yeah, you had this serum that worked once, and so everyone's just been trying to recreate it ever since. Um, So he developed this uh, serum. It also gave the user immunity to all known toxic biochemicals, but it became unusable because it discovered that it turned its users into mutated monsters. So... Okay. Fairly not great for an army of people.
1: Yeah, so like you become immune, but you're also now a monster. I mean, not a great trade-off.
2: Yeah, and so after a uh, little-known man called Kurt Connors... Uh, he I've heard of him. That's it. He was a field medic <laughs> in the war. And okay. so he lost his arm in a battle. Uh, Ted Salas met Kurt in the hospital, and the two began discussing the Captain America 2.0. Project, um, so while he was unable to afford to hire Kurt Connors once they returned to the United States, Ted aided him in his cell regeneration research, which soon led Connors towards using lizard DNA. Uh, Makes sense? Because will never best. go wrong. Lizards are peak. Why would anyone not want to be a lizard? Lizards are uh, the peak.
1: I'll turn everyone into a lizard for a twelve-hour period. Just watch me.
2: <laughs> and so. Ted was at this point uh, lecturing at Empire State University and he soon fell in love with one of his students named Ellen Brandt. She's Uh, not going to survive. Well, Ted's about 40 at this point and Ellen Brandt is 19. It's Uh, the 70s. It's the 70s. That was all (laughs) fine, apparently. Uh, The two eloped and after their honeymoon, they visited a fortune teller who foretold a catastrophic change in their relationship, Connor.
1: Oh no. Yeah,
2: no, no fortune teller He's going Connor, to you don't stop in doing that,
1: the surely. dishes. Oh no.
2: <laughs> He's going to spend all of his time with that damn car.
1: <laughs> He's already approaching midlife crisis anyway. He's like, oh no, yeah. he bought a motorbike.
2: So, due to his own research into the Captain America 2.0 serum, that needed to be moved to somewhere a bit more private, a bit more secluded. So he discussed with Ellen the idea of moving the to the Everglades uh, in Florida, where he could be closer to Kurt Connors as well, one of his friends. Um, so he modified um, the SO two formula as the basis for the new super soldier serum. But there's a there's a group in Marvel Comics I've not talked about a whole bunch, it's called AIM. Uh, advanced idea mechanics they show up in Iron Man 3 very briefly okay they're basically Hydra but not as not as a weird mythical god kind of stuff
1: not as cool
2: yeah they're like the anti-shield but not Hydra if that makes sense
1: right Um, okay I'd say when when they found out
2: about Hydra that's what we were gonna do we were so good at that Oh, so damn. AIM wanted the serum and they conspired with Ellen, who <gasps> had been neglected by Ted since their honeymoon. He was too mm. focused on the work, too focused on that damn car, Connor. I knew and this was so, going to go wrong. So upon completing the new serum, Ted committed the formula to memory and burnt all records of it. Uh Ellen then led Ted into an AIM ambush and he attempted to flee and to reach Kurt Connors' lab. Now, on the way, um, he ran off the road and injected the only existing sample of the formula into himself before his car crashed into the swamp.
1: Okay. Oh, no. Here is the most beautiful line.
2: Not a swamp thing, Connor. Sorry. Let's make that distinction.
1: What? I mean, you just said specifically he fell into a swamp and has injected himself with stuff.
2: He should have died, Connor. <gasps> oh, no. But the magical energies of the swamp oh, combined yes. with the serum, as well as some of Kurt Connors' regeneration serum.
1: Fuck off. Are we combining magical energies of swabs with regeneration serums. You never get magical energy and serums in the same origin.
2: <laughs> it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Uh, he was transformed into hi- the hideous creature, which would come to be known as the Man-Thing.
1: Uh, swamp is a better name. Really. For what they are.
2: But, but like, you can see it in the comic panel where like some terrified soldier is just like, it's some kind of man-Thing? And then that okay. just stuck. Uh So his intelligence rapidly fading, uh, Man-Thing slew the agents and horribly burned half of Ellen's face. Uh,
1: (gasps) Oh no, she's two-faced.
2: Well, she she was in the end anyway, she betrayed him. Oh yeah, Ellen Dent. Yeah, (laughs) Ellen Dent, the very same. Uh, And unknown to Salas, Ellen had actually been pregnant at the time.
1: Oh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. baby ting.
2: No. So, and we're going to take a bit of a break at this point to talk about Ellen for a second. I thought uh, you
1: were going to introduce, like, skills chair. We're going to take a bit of a break.
2: We're going to do an ad read. The skill of burning your wife's face off. I'd Very love to similar share that to making a website. <laughs> this DSLR photography course. Um <laughs> So, uh, Ellen later underwent surgery that repaired her face, but that was only temporary. She gave the child up for adoption and punished herself for her crimes by surrendering to alcohol, drugs, and the most 70s phrase of all, carnal indulgence, Connor.
1: Oh, you don't want the carnal indulgence. The drugs are fine. Like heroin, (laughs) meth, all fine, but you don't sex? want the indulgence, no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so driven mad by the face she saw in the mirror, uh, she ended up in Massachusetts Rosewell Mental Hospital. Eventually, being restored to sanity. Okay. Okay. So, man thing then, man thing's weird because man thing isn't a person. Like it's not a he. Like it's 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 an it. Like it's. Oh, you're going to so hate So no this.
1: identity of the Doctor
2: No ident. No, no, no. Ted Salas doesn't remain in there anymore for all intents and purposes. Occasionally he'll crop back up in a story. But Manthing is purely motivated by protecting the swamp. And... I he, mean... Manthing yeah. has no goals. Manthing is not good or bad. He just is. And...
1: Okay, but... Say the sentence about the swamp again.
2: He's protecting the swamp...
1: Are you You're, doing uh are you doing an origin story or your hero zero on swamp thing or this is no, a man thing, is it?
2: Oh Connor, this <laughs> This is about to go off the fucking rails, all of a oh, sudden. Here we go. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Bef- before Earth was formed. <laughs> fuck off. Okay, alright, go on. A creator being from before time spawned the fallen stars. Each one of these an embodiment of its own thoughts. I know. And so... Okay. On Earth, the creator made a woman named Cleto, representing the nature of reality. Okay? You're with me. I can tell by your look on your face you're with me.
1: I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of with you. Go on.
2: Cleto then spawned Adam K. Admon, uh, the first, <laughs> I I'm not with you. Go on. The first man of lineage, uh, from this like celestial being, and the birth site of Adam became the nexus of reality, a focal point uniting all dimensions. So, I can't believe you th-
1: just read that off the top of your head. You didn't, I you just th-
2: fucking f- off the top of my dome, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking out. So, basically, and then all of the descendants of Adam K. Admon serve as guardians of the Nexus, uh, defending... Basically, all of reality, all the realities in the multiverse, across all of Marvel Comics, all meet in this one point, and it's that swamp that Man-Thing protects. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> and because Man-Thing, Ted Salas, is a descendant of Adam K. Admon.
1: <laughs> what are the chances of that wild isn't it no not wild ludicrous <laughs> not like jeez, that's mad isn't it let's move on that's a plot point we're agreeing on that is <laughs> that is that is a stretch
2: yeah it's it, it's quite bad I will say mm. um, so
1: the one guy who's a descendant of the ancient <laughs> I'm not even Adam
2: um, the guardian of he, all the nexus of the all realities the guardian of
1: all the nexus of fuck it up yes so, the one descendant uttered, on just so happens to inject himself with a serum as he falls into the swamp that he's the centre of
2: the all universes. Destiny. Destiny, Connor. It works in mysterious mm. ways.
1: Mm. Ex machina. <laughs> swamp ex machina.
2: <laughs> and so, here, here, here's a big main story kind of session. Okay. So, recently, dimensional travel had shattered... The Nexus of Realities. And so Doctor Strange. Recruited Ellen Brandt. To help Man-Thing restore it. Trying to appeal to his humanity. Okay. In the process. Uh, Man-Thing was possessed. By Adam K. Admon. The history of the Men of Lineage. Was revealed. And Sir Ted learned. That his relation with Ellen. Was predestined to restore the hereditary mission so all of the like men in the Salus family have been destined to be guardians of the nexus of all realities <laughs> Swamp Thing is just a man who fell in a swamp <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that is hardly fair then the two of them came up with that like the same idea and then one of them like i love the fact that the marvel guy went off and was just like don't tell him right but we're gonna put the swamp as the center of the universe and he's yeah. a fucking descendant of he's the, the first d- man of
2: most important character there's most ever been
1: but i just keep telling him it's a fucking swap monster <laughs> don't say yeah. fucking nothing
2: some kind of man thing i didn't even give him a good name you'll never know <laughs>
1: don't care don't even care I, just, I care about the ideas the plot
2: <laughs> so their efforts to restore the nexus were opposed by another one of those beings created earlier before of time of course uh, yeah so was, mad he, his name was mr admodius q terminius and he thank you he was the embodiment of finality uh, who he had captured the son of Ted and Ellen and had trained him as a disciple What? Who wrote this? Several writers over the course of decades Nonsense!
1: It's all nonsense!
2: (laughs) So he used uh, the power of a nexus fragment to shatter the nexus wiping out all of reality Alright? Now I know what you're thinking That's bad for everyone Surely that's the end
1: of the story is what I would say
2: However however they wiped out reality and it hit us with it, however Salus's nature as the man of lineage and then in brackets combined with his love of Ellen uh, Fuck off. <laughs> allowed him to briefly maintain the dream of existence uh, he joined forces with his son who rebelled against his mentor to reimagine the dream that had formed reality and as such all of existence was restored Connor.
1: Genuinely Yeah yeah. They're just making this shit As they go along Like they're just abso
2: fucking lootly they are
1: Like they, there's no rules There's no logic You can wipe out a universe You can bring in fucking people From per, per, before time It's grand But his son can dream up a scenario And make reality real Sean I think you've gone too far I think this is the story Where you've lost me
2: that's, uh, that's entirely fair. I said to you earlier on in the week I needed more time for this to try and make it more sensible. This is as good as I got to. No, It's I'm fucking not blaming bonkers.
1: You. I'm not <laughs> blaming you. You didn't write it. I'm blaming everyone involved.
2: <laughs> and look, there, one thing that I just thought was funny, at one point, um, Man-Thing and Ellen merged and became like the fucking, the concept of reality or some shit. The one-Man-Thing. So that the stories could continue... Um, the magic of the swamp reformed Man-Thing's original form with all of the memories of Ted Salas. So they just put him back.
1: <laughs> That's very good. That's Isn't really it? handy. Just in terms of a plot point. I mean, nobody would even think of doing that if, unless you didn't have any rules. Just kind of do whatever you want.
2: Just kind of make it up and sell it to DC on the side. That's absolutely just fine. Fucking,
1: it's a magic swamp, right? What are you asking us for? I'm telling you the facts.
2: <laughs> and so... Just one last little bit of a story before we get on to powers and abilities is that man Thing was uh, the most startling swamp creature of all until one day he scratched a wound into Spider-Man, Peter Parker, oh my and God. caused Peter Parker to begin mutating into another swamp-like creature. Uh, seeing a similar life form, it tracked Peter to New York. Uh, but what is Peter doing now with the swab? He was just in Florida for a, for a just, time, just hanging with a out scritch. with the swab. Yeah, hanging out with the swamp boy. Yeah, um, yeah why not? And Man Thing's one of his powers is that um, anyone who feels fear is burned by Man Thing's touch. <laughs> That's just something that happens, right? So you're going to love this bit of comic book bullshit. So, uh, Spider Man feared what he was becoming and so the chemicals that caused the transformation were burned from the hero's form restoring him to the status quo and then man thing <coughs> feared being alone in the world and was consumed by in flames by its own power and burnt to ashes it remains to be seen if and when it will regenerate.
1: <laughs> Honestly, that's the mm. worst story I've ever heard. And we've covered a lot of we've this show. We've covered some dog shit stories. We've covered dude. That's some a big bad claim. characters. Like, bad absolute... Te- this might be the worst story I've ever heard.
2: It just, just it goes from, like, zero to a hundred really, really quick.
1: Like, it's just, there's no logic. There's no reasoning. They no. just, it's they, they didn't start with like story one and then work their way through. They got to one, then did a load of drugs. They got to <laughs> issue two, and they were like, "Fucking, we may figure out some here." And then they did that. They went, "Well, we may go madder than the last one."
2: Jezzy's king of the we gonna, universe,
1: <laughs> right? F- how, how we've just fucking erased the whole universe, right? How do we get that back? Does anyone have any ideas how to get the universe back? Because we did a big plot point from the last one. I mean.
2: Yeah, it, it is. It is quite an insane. Story. But he stuck around. Like he was introduced as like a horror character in the seventies, but he keeps just popping back up.
1: The fear in Peter Parker burned
2: away all the
1: stuff. Just made things fine he, again. His fear of being alone killed him.
2: Yeah, despite the fact that he's never felt any feelings before.
1: <laughs> uh- <laughs> when they came up with that they high-fived 100%. oh yeah like, oh, oh nailed a
2: and they didn't think about it any further after no. that
1: it's, it's if you were in college doing a film course which we have done if at the very first draft it's mm-hmm. like they did the first draft and then they were like that seems fine yeah. No, there's no need to refine it. It's first absolutely great. best
2: draft, I always say. For,
1: that's, that's where you put your best ideas out. When people are like, they're in their own t- table throwing out ideas, everybody's idea gets put in at once. And we're just like, we're not going to filter them out. We're just going to try and fit them all in because they're and all good ideas, all guys. Yeah. There's no
2: wrong answers. There's no wrong <laughs> answers except for everything we just did. So, powers and abilities. Uh, so, first of all, he's composed of vegetable matter formed by a mixture of mystical energy and swamp mutagens. Uh, He can ooze through gaps uh, that are very small. He can shape and elongate his limbs to grab people or create blade-like weapons from bark-like material. Uh, He is capable of self-propelled flight. Uh (laughs) (laughs) How? (laughs) He can fly. But why and how? Ah, he makes a big wooden helicopter out of his arms. If you said he
1: can fly around the swab, I'd say, oh, well, the swab's probably giving him some weird magic. But, like, he's flying to Atlanta, like. Like, he's just flying miles away.
2: He's just flying. He's just soaring. Flew to New York, you know. Uh, He possesses superhuman strength. Uh, He can lift a 2,000-pound automobile. Supposedly, his strength is limitless, as he is the living embodiment of the Earth's life force making him one of the physically strongest characters in the Marvel Universe. Um, He can control and manipulate plant life. Um, He has empathy slash acidic secretion. So, as Man-Thing... They're
1: not two things that should be together.
2: (laughs) No, they're really not. Um, He doesn't have thoughts or feelings of his own. He's more guided by, like, like, emotions that he can sense. Around the place, so mild emotions will cause him to like come close and observe. Violent emotions will cause him to attack. Um, when someone feels fear and man thing touches them, they are burned with an acid. And um, once they stop feeling fear, the acid will stop. But presumably, right. once you're being burned by the acid, you're pretty afraid for the rest. I of would your life. say
1: once the acid starts, the fear will not go away.
2: No, I would say you're fr- fairly terrified through the whole endeavor. Mm. Um, through his access to the nexus of realities, he has the ability to move uh, things from one dimension to another. Oh,
1: uh, interdimensional traveler who could interdimensional
2: like, yeah, travel? Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He has size enhancement, so he can grow to massive sizes. Uh, he can teleport. Um, of course. He I
1: was wondering because once you travel dimensions, I'm thinking, how is he gonna get around on our dimension though? Teleportation.
2: Yes, and then and flight. And flight. And he also has regeneration. He can regenerate his body from plant and vegetable matter. And he also has uh, ex, uh this is the this is a Marvel language and it's called ex-zel-zi-or.
1: Excelsior. Excelsior. Right?
2: Exelsior, exactly. Yeah. Uh, So he was uh, eventually granted speech in the comics, and he spoke Exelsior, which is the universal language of Marvel. Um, So everyone hears him in a way that they are accustomed to. Um, That's very handy. Yeah. So to the likes of Captain America, he speaks normal. Um, For the character Ghost, the assassin, um, to to her, he's very concise and to the point. and to a character called Mr. Hyde, he sounds like a drunken Englishman. It's whatever you're most comfortable understanding, man thing will speak to you in.
1: Once again, doesn't need to make any sense, just no. they're just doing it for the crack in the story. What can you do?
2: And on the 1 to 7 rating system, he has a durability of 6, energy projection of 5, fighting skills of 4, intelligence of 4, speed of 4, but it's really 7 cuz he can teleport. And a strength of five, so that's
1: pretty overpowered tree.
2: Yeah, but like he's just he just he just wants to protect the swamp. That's all he wants to do.
1: But can, but does he though? Because he's traveling dimensions and he's teleporting. Where's he teleporting the teleporting
2: day. All oh, well, he wants to stay in the swamp. Because now they're at the point where every, like everyone knows about Man Thing. It's like what's Man Thing's deal? Oh, he protects that one point in the world where you can travel between realities. So all the villains are just like, let's just attack there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you couldn't defeat him. He'll just put you in a different dimension.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, And he'll he'll team up. with. He's been involved in several team ups. He was on the Thunderbolts for a while, which is like the suicide squad of Marvel.
1: (laughs) That seems pointless to get him out of the swamp.
2: He's basically used as doorman. Like he's a teleport, like he's just he's the way in and he's the way out, basically. Right, okay, and the muscle, and the muscle, exactly. You're not going to pick a fight with him, uh, but that's my report on man thing. Uh, I did my best. <laughs> I
1: I think you did very well, and I think our lives would all be better for never having to hear about him again.
2: I think so. Um, I'm looking forward to the swamp thing report that is undoubtedly next coming. Week.
1: It's next, next week.
2: week. <laughs> and it's going to be way better. <laughs> Just two very similar Instagram posts about this.
1: <laughs> back to back. Um, do you want me to take it out, Sean?
2: Yes, please, Connor.
1: So um, you can head on over to our Patreon if you want to get in touch with us, or if you want to get access to all of our extra movie reviews that we do over there. That's patreon.com forward slash And um, We recently put out a video of one of our The Mighty Ducks review. Um, so if you wanna yes. go check that out, it's like a forty second video on our Instagram and Facebook. Forty six, I'll check. have you know. Forty-six. Um <laughs> That'll give you a bit of a taster, but th- we have loads of reviews up there of all loads of superhero movies, so it's not just the Mighty Ducks, we've also done Power Rangers, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Um it's kind of a weird and good movies selection as well. <laughs> and good movies. We have actually done some good movies. Um they vary quite violently. Um, so if you want to support the show, you can head on over there. It's five dollars or more a month, um, and basically, if it's two dollars, you get a shout out on the show as well. So it, um, that the link will be down below. You can also head on over to our Facebook page. We have a Facebook group, which is Detective Davidman's discussion group. So if you want to join up to there, we've had a few people asking during the week that asking for membership shod. They they want in on the chats. They want to so yeah,
2: and we uh, no says we. No I always reject. It. It's just me. And I say no.
1: It's just, <laughs> and we just said, "Good show." Back and forth to each other.
2: <laughs> you were really funny today. <laughs> That's to yourself. I Why would
1: you it. tag yourself in it? God,
2: care react.
1: You can also follow us on Twitter. It's at Here's for Higher Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Here's for Higher Podcast. Instagram is Here's for Higher Podcast. And um, we also have a merch store. If you want to get some hats, mugs, T-shirts. Anything to do with Here's for Hire, um, that link will be down below as well. But most importantly, just tell one human being that we exist.
2: Just the one, please.
1: So I have been Conor Lawler. I have been Sean Lee. And we shall see you all next weekend. Bye. Bye.